Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got Rodrigo Mendoza on the ones and twos for you. And you, rolling with us on a Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Uh, Indeed, in the Metroplex. Although the fellas, live from Las Vegas all day. Viva Las Vegas. Day two. Very fun Mm -hmm. from them fellas uh, being out there on Radio Row. Sean and RJ, fantastic interview with Thomas Dimitrov. And, um, oh my gosh, uh, Eric Eager, I think, Jay Glazer, those guys. KNC Masterpiece had a lot of fun. There's, mm-hmm. If you miss anything, uh, you can always use the Odyssey app. Go back and listen to some of those fun things that those did guys did during the course of the show. And then also, uh, we got Carter Freeman out there. A lot of good video content out there. Man, keep up to it with uh, the YouTube page, 105 Through the Fan. Those guys are having a great time. But thank you for rocking with us here on uh, your live and local programming in the Metroplex right here on 105 Through the Fan to get right. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. Or you can catch us on YouTube by searching 105 Through the Fan or go to twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam. I love the the action that's going on on Las Vegas Radio Row Week and the fact that Super Bowl's coming up on Sunday. And, again, the interviews just keep on coming. I think we should have somebody from Sean and RJ show on with us this evening. Anybody you want to have in particular? Anybody you want – like, who should we get out of those three? I feel like let's talk to Bobby. Yeah, he's always alert. Yeah, well, I mean, depending. Depending <laughs> on uh, what kind of activities he might be partaking in. Yeah, yeah Bobby Belt, we should be talking to him uh, at 8.20 p.m. this evening just to kind of get a catch-up on the lay of the land, what they've been having mm-hmm. and doing out there. Um, we're supposed to be efforting to talk to Charles McDonald of Yahoo Sports mm-hmm. out of Vegas uh, here right now. Of course, you know, your your stars are in action this evening. I know that they're in Toronto facing off against the Maple Leafs. They lead 2-1. to one Yes, they do. At the first intermission there. Um, Mavs have an interesting week. They have an off night tonight. However, mm-hmm. tomorrow, trade deadline, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. local time. Mm-hmm. So, And then tomorrow night, it's the Jalen Brunson show versus the Mavericks at Madison Square Garden. Wonder how many people on the roster will still be there. Yeah. Um, in fact, the 940 texted us and asked, have the Mavs made a move yet? And not as of right now, but obviously we're keeping an eye on a lot of reporting about it. We'll talk about that over the course of the show as well. Back uh, to the stars real quick for those who are yeah. wondering. Uh, Dadanadov, he scored, and so did Jamie Benn. And why not? Jamie Benn's back home in Canada. He is Mr. Canada. He's the captain. A lot of these guys from Ontario yeah. in general. Even Ottinger. And by the way, Ottinger's not uh, in goal. It is Wedgwood, 
Wedgwood has four saves so far. Yeah, unfortunately, let let in a goal pretty early on, but the guys got scoring pretty quickly, and Mm so that was fun to see as well. Uh, It's your home of the Dallas Cowboys and your home of the Texas Rangers. You realize that we're a week out from um, from pitchers and catchers reporting? It has on Valentine's Day, a week from Thursday, and that's a week from today. That's when baseball starts up officially for 2024. I don't know if you've heard about those ESPN Power Rankings, where they have the Texas Rangers ranked preseason and where they have the farm system. They have the farm system number three in all of Major League Baseball. And in the overall power rankings, your defending World Series champion Texas Rangers come in at number four, respectfully. All right. I say that respectfully because everybody knows Atlanta, they're, they're locked and loaded. You already know the Dodgers, they won 100 games last year. You already know Baltimore's on the rise. Yeah. So I'm not, It's to me, let the Rangers not necessarily be the target going into it, so to speak, even though they will have the X on their back and all the other teams they play this year. That's going to make it hard for the Rangers. It's not like they're going after the Astros. They're the team that everybody's going after. Yeah, so we're, we'll, we'll have a lot of conversation. It's a fun time in sports. Um, probably doesn't get more fun if you are a NFL reporter, writer, someone like our next guest who uh, hosts the exempt list for Yahoo Sports. He writes for Yahoo Sports. Uh, he's a damn fun follow. Great dude. His name is Charles McDonald. He's at yes, Four Verts on Twitter, and he joins us now on the DNM Leasing Hotline. Charles, what's happening, my man? Hey, hey. Nothing much. I'm uh, inside the Luxor Casino, sitting next to a, a roulette machine. So, you know. You said. I got a little got a little caught up uh, talking to someone before, but I'm I'm locked in, baby. Like it's, this is a this has been a great week so far. I think the NFL has kind of approached this Vegas situation, which could be a little dicey in the in the right manner. We're taking off here. I have heard different people have been saying already that this should be in the rotation. In other words, you know New Orleans is always in the rotation. Miami is always in the rotation. Las Vegas has got to be in the five-year rotation of Super Bowl cities. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I would be very down for that. Uh, <laughs> look. <laughs> look, okay, I, I think people follow my work a little bit, know what, know what type of time I'm on. So I've, uh, I got here on Monday evening. I've had a blast. I'm, I won two hundred dollars in the slot machine as soon as I touched down to the hey. hotel. So, uh, you know, I, I can't complain. The only the only troubles have been like getting up this morning to go to Chiefs media availability because Andy likes to get that stuff out the way early. But outside of that, it's a it's a, it's a good venue. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to uh, Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play now, but it's a beautiful facility. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's just going to be a, a really cool venue to play this game, and uh, we got two good ones, you know, coming up. So I'm excited. Yeah, along those lines, as, as we've led up to this with the, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, what has been more of the story for you as this goes? Because obviously there's been a lot of folks that have talked about the idea of Patrick Mahomes and just his inevitability, like he's Thanos or something. And then there's also the folks that have talked about Steve Spagnola and the way that this defense has kind of carried that thing. What has been more of the story for you? You said like he's Thanos. Like, he is Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't no like. For real, for real. I, I, I was at the uh, the the Ravens Chiefs game last weekend. Um, I was lucky enough to to be on the Mahomes Jackson beat for the playoffs. So I went from uh, Kansas City the Dolphins game in minus thirty degree weather to the Ravens divisional game, and then ended up at the AFC title game in Baltimore last weekend. And look, when he threw that pass to Travis Kelsey at, in the first quarter on the first drive, like I felt like the the Asian Peterson meme when he's like, man. When I see him throw that ball, 
(laughs) 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 That's when I knew it was over because Kyle Hamilton might be the best safety in the league on the first touchdown that he had. If you were going to teach that to someone, you would tell someone to play exactly like how Kyle Hamilton played it. You know, you got your inside leverage locked out, your arm across the body at the point of the at the point of the ball, and then as soon as the the ball got there, it was in the perfect spot for Travis Kelsey to catch it, and it was an impossible throw, an impossible catch, and to me, like that shows how inevitable these guys are, and I feel like we, we've been. You know, to keep it back with the, the Thanos team, this whole season has been where, what's what's going on with the Chiefs? What does this offense look like? How are they going to make it to the playoffs? And where does that bring you? Right back to me, Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback that we have on the planet right now. So, you know, I, I think they're going to have their handfuls with the, the 49ers because I would say that's probably the best overall team in terms of collective talent. But the past three games, Patrick Mahomes has turned it on in a way where he looks back like the guy who was throwing 50 touchdowns a a few years ago in his first season as a starter. Um, And I don't think that you can take away from him the path that they've had to go on to get this run. Like, uh, first they host the Dolphins, which is one of the best offenses in the NFL, and they Mm -hmm. hold them nine points. You go on the road to Buffalo, who they were playing so well that Josh Allen was an MVP conversation after they start 6-6 and uh, on the season. And then you go to Baltimore, the best team, who I thought was the best team in the NFL going yeah. all season, and you, you knocked them off on the road. So if they're able to get this done and beat a 49ers team, it's, it's legitimately one of the greatest runs in postseason history. We look at the difficulty. You look at how they're away from most of it. You look at the quality of the rosters. Um, and to me, this is the moment where Mahomes starts to hit his villain arc, which today he said he was fine with as long as he keep winning. I can really respect that. Let me tell you something. I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. And it leads me to this wild speculation. Have you heard any inkling of maybe Andy Reid would say, you know what, mic drop, I've done it, I'm done, I, I'm ready to retire? Or would you think he'd come back for one more ride? Honestly, the rumors were hotter last year that he was going to retire because, you know, I, I think when they had started to, you know, when they, when they won the Super Bowl, even before the Super Bowl, there were inclinations that Andy might retire, which, I mean, He's been coaching for like this is this is Andy Reid's nineteenth trip to the postseason as a head coach. Isn't that something? Like that's a long time. Uh, and you know, think about the years where they didn't make it when he was with the Eagles, and maybe mm-hmm. a year or two with the Chiefs going on there. That's a long time. It's a lot of work. We just saw Nick Saban say like, "Hey, I can't hold I can't hold on to these fifteen hour days like I used to, so I got to let it go." But with Andy, it seems like he's going to keep going. I don't think he's going to retire this year. Uh, you know, three Super Bowl rings to put him in some pretty rare air, like guys like Bill Walsh and Bill Belichick, and guys that hit that marker. So I think that uh, this is going to be a good spot for him. I heard that he had Eric Bieniemy speak to the team before the Baltimore game. You think Bieniemy comes back to the fold? Oh, he was asking about you know Bieniemy speaking to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, before, before the Baltimore the, before game. Before the Baltimore game, you think he comes back to the uh, to the team? Well, you know, Andy today said that uh, there's no uh, room for him on the staff, so we'll see what what happens there. But I look, you, you, you. I feel like if you tell a former coach to come back and speak to us before the AFC title game, it clearly means that he means something to your organization, right? So I, yeah. I think, I, I, you know, maybe there's not room right now is what he meant to say, but uh, it's kind of hard to believe that. Eric Bieniemy would just be totally out of a job as long as the Chiefs and Andy Reid are around because 
you know, it, it, this is even the first time they've mentioned him. Patrick Mahomes during the season, when he was asked about, like, you know, why are we having, why are you guys having so many just dumb mistakes that you guys didn't have in the past? And it was part of, like, you know, the enemy was part of the reason why we were so organized and why we were able to put together the season we had with the same exact wide receivers from a year ago where Mahomes won the MVP and still looked completely overwhelming and dominant. So, you know, there's clearly some value for him. If things just didn't work out in Washington, which I don't really know how surprised he can be like that because things never seem to work out in Washington. Uh, but, you know, I, I think he, he still holds some type of value, even though he's not on the, the coaching staff right now. We're talking to the homie Charles McDonald of Yahoo Sports right here on 105 Through the Fan. And, Charles, I want to get your insight on this because you might know the Dallas Cowboys looking for a defensive coordinator and the names that keep popping up. A lot of, a lot of old guys involved in this. And, I mean, there's folks like Mike Zimmer that I think folks are, uh, especially around this, these parts in Dallas, are really open to. But when it comes to, like, just the philosophy of hiring a coach, I mean, what are you, what would you be looking for in a defensive coordinator or a coordinator in general? Like someone who's been there and has that level of experience or maybe like young, young new ideas? Oh, it's tough because think about the AFC title game we saw last week. Two of the best defenses in football. Mike McDonald is 36. Steve McNullin is like 64, 62, something like that. So I don't really know if age or something like that matters or years in the NFL. I think what matters more is that you can communicate ideas to people. And that you can, you know, I don't think a track record of success hurts. Like, I think Mike Zimmer would be a pretty good hire, especially I'd be interested to see what he's learned in his time away from the NFL. Um, but his track record kind of speaks for itself. I think Zimmer would be a good candidate. I think if you are willing to talk to anyone and they have good ideas and more importantly how to communicate clearly, that's a good call. Because I have talked to um, a handful of people that were around Mike McDonald when he was in Baltimore over the past two seasons, and the biggest thing that they said was there was never any doubt on what Mike wanted you to do on any given play. It was that clear. His rules were that precise. He was that good of a communicator. And to me, I think that people forget that a big part of coaching and the biggest part of coaching is being able to teach someone something that they didn't know before. So that's an important part of it. And I think, you know, someone like Mike Zimmer has a track record. Uh, Ron Rivera would be a little uh, – little dicey to me considering the year that the Washington defense just had. They were one of the worst in the league. I know they traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young, but they were struggling before they let them go. So, uh, it, it, to me, it's just about being a good communicator, good teacher. But I, we all know when you're interviewing for NFL jobs, especially with an older coach like Mike McCarthy, resume comes into a play, and I, I think that they're probably going to pick someone more established. We're talking, to, uh, we're talking to Charles McDonald. And, Charles, I, we talked a lot about the Chiefs. Did not talk about this Niners team it feels like you talk about track record. It feels like Kyle Shanahan has one in, in a good and a bad way. Like, obviously, the offense that seems to be dominating or like the offensive philosophy that seems to be dominating this league is one that bears his name. But, however, we get into these big games and he has kind of built an idea of being like a little bit of a bottler. Like, is, is, are we going to see that really established in this game, the idea that, man, when it, when it gets – the lights get bright and Kyle Shanahan is uh, calling plays – He's going to let this thing go. You know who they used to say that about, right? Yeah. The guy, he's pl- the guy he's playing across from right now. Mm-hmm. So it, this is always an interesting conversation to me because, look, people are not going to lie to me and say they never thought these things about Andy Reid. Because I remember. I was old enough. You got know, receipts. Was, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not old. I, uh, I'm, I turned 30 in a few months. But, <laughs> uh, but you remember. But I, I, 
I remember, right, people were saying Andy Reid can't win the big one, yep. right? But I think what it needs to be framed as is if you're here every year, you have a chance. Like, you, you can obviously do it if you're here every year. So uh, I think that Kyle Shanahan is – and we'll see what happens Sunday. But, like, especially with the first Super Bowl between these two teams, he's kind of the victim of what everyone in the AFC is going along with. Like, you have to get past – Patrick Mahomes, if you want to win a Super Bowl title, uh, you know, six straight AFC championship games. Uh, this year was the first time they were ever on the road for an AFC championship game with Mahomes as quarterback. So I, I don't think the Kyle Shannon can't do it. I would say if he gets labeled with that, that's pretty unfair because tell me the other coaches that have been in two Super Bowls and like four NFC championship games over the past six years. There aren't many. Uh, and I would say if you can get to that point, you can win the Super Bowl. But they got 15 on the other side. I don't know. And I know they're favored in this game, but it's, it's still tough for me to just go out right and say uh, the 49ers are going to win this because Mahomes. It really has nothing to do with Shanahan. Uh, look, I'm a Falcons fan. I vividly remember <laughs> almost every play of that 28-3 comeback. I have a lot of beef with Kyle Shanahan for that game. But to, 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 to say maybe like he couldn't do this, I don't think that's right. I think he's just got – uh, got to get over this hump. He's got the team to do it. You just got to get past 15 on the other side. Charles, I, I always I, I pray for you when it comes to that Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. thing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, hey, wait, you see the pictures of Raheem and Terry, though. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'm up. with you. I'm with you. I just hope that they don't break your hearts because that, that one would – I feel like it will hurt more in this instance. Um, it, it would hurt more because I'm really hard for them. Before, before, I, before I let you go, I do want to ask you, I mean, being in Vegas, it feels like the entire NFL world descends upon this week. Um, what's the most interesting conversation that you've had thus far? Ooh, the most interesting conversation that I've had so far. Um, I, we talked to uh, – Drew Tranquil yesterday, the Chiefs linebacker that came over from uh, the Chargers last year and signed a, a, year, a deal with the Chiefs. And it, 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 I think it's always interesting to get the, the perspective of guys who were losing a year ago and now are big up and winning. And, uh, you know, he was just saying that Andy Reid's best trait is that doesn't overstep his boundaries, which is not what you hear from a lot of uh, guys talking about head coaches, even when you get them off the record, uh, you know, saying that guys don't want to overstep the boundaries, but he said he let Steve Spagnuolo just do his thing on defense. And I know that that's not the case with a lot of head coaches around the league. They want to have their hands a little bit of everything, but I, I can appreciate the idea that, that Andy, uh, <laughs> that Andy lets things go and let the defense do it. That's the, that's the, the conversation I can share on air that, uh, that's good this week. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I feel you. I, oh, look, yeah. and I, I'm very happy for you that you're out in Las Vegas enjoying mm-hmm. life to the point where there's got to be the on-record portion of it and then the off-record the portion, off-record of this. portion of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's going to be a good time. I'm really excited for this game, and I'm excited to get a trip to Vegas that I didn't have to pay for. There you except go. for my own, de- my own degeneracy. There you go. <laughs> and you're up, right? We, we, I didn't you're hear that up. right. I'm up. I'm up right now. I still, uh, I'm, I'm up like $250 in the week, so. We're going to keep this thing rolling later tonight once I uh, get some rest. There you go. Everything's good. Everything's good. And it's always good when we get a chance to talk to Charles McDonald of Yahoo Sports Thanks, and the Exemplist. Listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a very good one. Charles, any, anything fun coming up soon that we might need to keep an eye uh, for? Vacation. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> my man, Charles McDonald, at 4Birds on Twitter. Charles, I always appreciate you, my man. All right. Later, guys. Thanks, yes, Charles. Sir. Uh, Charles McDonough, Yahoo Sports. Uh, fun stuff. Just talking a little Good bit dude. of a uh, little bit of Super Bowl as he is mm-hmm. out in Vegas. Not the only person we'll talk to from Vegas tonight. We'll have a check in on the state of emotions and health 
of Sean and RJ uh, via Bobby Belt at 820. Uh, He'll be calling in live from Vegas. But coming up next, let's talk a little bit more Super Bowl. Some things to know for Super Bowl 58. We'll break it down a little bit, have some more Super Bowl conversations that we dig in heading up till Sunday, Super Bowl 58. We'll discuss it all next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Wednesday in the Metroplex. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay, Wednesday very good. the <laughs> Being very transparent in the fact that sometimes these days, not, not the easiest to keep apart. Uh, but you know what? It's always fun, no matter what the day, if we are on the air talking to you, the listener. Thanks for rolling with us. Here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion, Texas Rangers, 105 through the fence. Someone texted in earlier. It was like, Reg, you got to make sure you say World Series champion. I was like, you know what? You're right. That's how they answer the phone. You're right. That's I, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. That's exactly how they do it. Absolutely. And so, yeah, man, they go again starting next week in a way as pitchers and catchers report a week from today. Right. Valentine's Day. OK. Yeah. So a week from Thursday. No, a week from today. today. Yeah. Yeah. Just today. Again. Days. Blurred lines. (laughs) Oh, man. Always get involved with the program. Robin Thicke. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I wish I had Robin Thicke money at this point. Uh, Appreciate you rolling with us. Get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. We're from the 214, as we had Charles McDonald on, noted Falcons fan. They said, as a Rangers fan, we know what a Falcons fan feels like. Hopefully someday you'll get that closure. Mm -hmm. And again, Rangers did because World Series champion. Uh, you can also catch us on YouTube, 105 Through the Fan, or going to twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. All right, Super Bowl 58 on its way. We are rolling downhill towards that. Only a few more days until we get there. Chiefs, Niners, big-time matchup. Let's try and uh, get the things to know for this contest. Uh, courtesy Shil Kapadia, the ringer. Uh, we'll we'll bounce around some of these things, kind of talk about talk about it, as we want to unleash all of the things that we possibly can to get ourselves prepared for the big game. Can I throw one at you that you might not know? Please do. And shout out to G Bag Nation. Uh, no, was it or was it uh Sean R? Did Sean R J have Ed McCaffrey on? Did they have McCaffrey? This the thing is, I, I'm having They've a hard had time so keeping many up. Guests on it's only Wednesday. Yeah, somebody was talking about it earlier where they were like, they "Oh had, man, I think it was G Bag had Ed McCaffrey." Someone was talking about it. They're like, man, the guys haven't talked that much Super Bowl. I'm like, you got to realize they have, they're having guests left and right. It's all hard to fit the in. Time. And all the they stuff they need to get. And they got to the guest sponsor in there, too. Before the guests leave, they got to say, brought to you by so-and-so. Tell us about so-and-so. Yeah, like I was I was talking. Uh, in fact, I just sent a text uh, earlier today to Sean and RJ. I really loved their interview with uh, Dimitriov mm-hmm. and Eager. Those guys out there, They that, that was such an insightful conversation. Mm-hmm. That's just one of many, many different guests that have sat down at that 105 through the fan table at Radio Row mm-hmm. over the last couple of days. It's been a lot of stuff, so you want to keep it locked. Get on that YouTube page, catch up, all those types of things. So for those who don't know, Ed McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey's dad. That's right. Ed McCaffrey spent the majority of his career with the Denver Broncos, won a Super Bowl there. But guess what? He won a Super Bowl with Deion Sanders and the San Francisco 49ers. Did you know that? I guess I guess I did not keep that in mind, no. Yes. And did you know that if Christian McCaffrey wins the Super Bowl with the Niners, they will become only the second father and son duo to win Super Bowls with the same damn team? Wow. 
And you I said bet second? You, yeah, the second. I bet you'll never guess who's the first one. You'll never guess. Oh, with the same team. Yeah, oh, the goodness. same team. Because I was about team. to say, I was like, oh, man. Not the same father and son, you know, one rings, different teams. and No, we're talking about the same team. Yeah, no, nah, this is This was so wild. As you know, uh, Ed McCaffrey's coach with the Denver Broncos was Mike, Mike Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah. And who's Christian McCaffrey's coach? Mike's, Mike's son, Kyle. Uh-huh. Kyle Shanahan. But, so, but here's the deal. The, the the father and son the first the only one to do it to the, to this day. Oh boy, Steve Diasi, who used to play with the Cowboys, that was one of my running buddies back in the day. He he drank he, he liked to drink a lot. He used to hang out a lot. You get he a lot of those in the NFL, don't you? Or in sports in general, in to sports be honest. In yeah. yeah, they like to party. They do like to party. Back in the day, me, Steve Diasi, uh, and Mike Saxton, the Cowboys punter, used to hang out a lot. Diasi's son, Zach Diasi. I'm not familiar. He played, I want to say he played linebacker. Diasi, Steve Diasi played linebacker. He was a deep snapper. Both of them won their rings with the New York Giants. Okay. So they have an opportunity to do this and then do it in a way that's very notable in ways that I imagine uh, will be outside of the realm of just kind of like trivia, which mm-hmm. it feels like the Diasis are. No, no disrespect to those fine and gentlemen. I have heard that story. Before. But yeah, yeah. The idea of once you put the McCaffreys out here, that, that could be. Then all of a sudden it brings it back and makes it relevant. Absolutely. So that 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 is something that is very much in play for the mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers should they win. How about this, right? Um, this is going to likely be a competitive Super Bowl. You've got to imagine, right? Um, because, and obviously the last two years, very good Super Bowls. How about this one? Uh, considering that the Niners finished the regular season re- regular season second in total DVOA, DVOA defensive value over or, or yeah defensive value over adjustment, mm-hmm. um, which is a metric by FTN now mm-hmm. um, that kind of is just supposed to be like an overall metric that kind of is adjusted for all sorts of things. As of right now, Niners second in total DVOA. Chiefs were fifth, right? So mm-hmm. four teams finished in the top 10 of both offensive and defensive DVOA. And so, of course, the Niners are one of them. The uh, Chiefs are one of them. Mm-hmm. The Ravens were one of them. I was about to say the Ravens. And the Cowboys were one of them, to be oh, honest, that finished shame. top 10 in both of those. But, of course, you have a good offense, good defense on both of these sides. You should get a competitive football game here. The, uh, I was this just saying, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Zach Diaz, you said, what did he do with the Giants? He was the long snapper. The Got you. Snapper. And Steve, of course, linebacker with the Cowboys and the Giants. Someone says Steve Yahtzee. That's hilarious. Uh, oh, no. you know how they said that? Because that was G-Bag of the day with uh, Eric Chiafala. He was saying his name wrong. Yeah. When uh, Brian brought us and uh, uh, Brian Baldinger. By the way, Baldy used to hang out with us, too, and party. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've been knowing Baldy since 1982. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, to be fair, you know everybody. I should be able to just Time throw out some names. <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, the Chiefs are 88-25 and 25 mm-hmm. with Patrick Mahomes as the starter. And when you look at those 25 losses, only four of them have been by eight points or less, right? Or mm-hmm. sorry, more than eight points, rather. Mm-hmm. So, like, big-time blowouts don't really happen for him. Only 3.5% of his games have been, like, blowout losses for him. And also, worth worth keeping an eye on, since Brock Purdy has been started, 21-5 and five for the Niners, and they also haven't had a ton of blowouts. So, like, again... This should be a matchup where it is a close game. If history and these right. kind of the metrics are to play out, this should be a good one. A lot of people think it's going to be a good one, and it's going to be a low-scoring first half. That's what all these different observers who love to look at metrics like to say. This is the first half. They're going to be filling each other out. Defense will be in control. Then the second half, Patrick Holmes gets unleashed. That's what they think. Yeah, and look, it's, it's quite a possibility that that's 
how this comes out. How about this as we continue, you know, things you need to know for this Super Bowl. Um, you know, football nerds should be salivating. Niners head coach, offensive play caller Shanahan versus defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo. Uh, those both incredible coordinators when we talk about this. Shanahan's offense versus Steve Spagnuolo, they matched up a couple of times, or they have matched up a few times. Uh, they are end up being like 70, 70th or 60th percentile per drive when it comes to EPA. And then when it comes to success rate, they go from you know 91st percentile in that Super Bowl to 71st percentile in week seven uh, of that same year. And so you see the ways in which the Niners have performances against Spagnolo that really you know fluctuate in that way. And when you look at uh, the Niners offense versus the Chiefs defense, this Niners offense is elite across the board when we talk about DVOA, EPA per drive, success rate, all best. But the Chiefs defense, 7th in DVOA, 5th in EPA, 11th in success rate, not terrible by any stretch. They're not scared of them. No, they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing even better football over the course of the postseason. It's one of the things that I've been super impressed by. I was watching Chiefs-Ravens, the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. and look at was that the AFC? Yeah, that was the yeah, AFC Championship game. I was trying to make sure that I was not bugging. But, no, I was watching that game, and I was like, the ways in which the Chiefs defense pose all sorts of issues for this Ravens offense. Granted, they did not. the Ravens did not utilize maybe their best strength. But even when you look at the, the times that they ran the ball, it was not easy for them to run the ball on this Chiefs defense. Steve Spagnuolo is a fantastic play caller. And so I think that you're also going to see in, in the larger matchup, you're going to see a smaller matchup of wits between a great offensive play call and Kyle Shanahan. We talked about the idea that his philosophy and his system has really permeated uh, the league. And then you also have Steve Spagnuolo, who is one of the best ones doing it on the defensive Here's side. Here's what's so wild about the 49ers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They've been giving up a lot of running yards. They've been giving up a lot of rushing yards. And with that being said, it should play into Kansas City's hands, except for they're not necessarily a running team, and their mm-hmm. top running back is injured. With that being said, you just look at what happened to the 49ers at home on Christmas night when Baltimore just gashed them. They did. And what did Kansas City do to Baltimore? They just gashed them. Yeah. I would think Kansas City's defense is going to have no problems with the 49ers' offense, and I think Patrick Mahomes will gash them. It's quite possible. Uh, I mean, and one thing that is worth noting, at least for me, I know that I talked about the ways in which, you know, the the metrics do have this uh, the Niners' defense top 10 in DVOA over the course of the season. They don't feel like they're as good as, like, the name brand that we've put on them, right? Mm-hmm. We've gotten a, a sort of a feeling with the Niners' defense, this idea that, man, that is an elite defense, and it's because in the past they have been. They don't feel quite elite this year. Like, they're, they're exactly. gettable in a way. And so it'll be interesting to see how, how the Chiefs match up in that way. But um, like this, Green Bay gashed them in the playoffs. I'm talking about giving up these running yards. And so did the Detroit Lions. Just saying. And in a way, Green Bay and Detroit gave it up in the second half and allowed San Francisco back in the game. I'm not saying that's going to happen again with Kansas City the same way, but Kansas, I mean, it's not like the 49ers are undefeatable. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they, they're the team that's had, oh, both of their games, they were lucky to get passed. Seriously, both of those games, Green Bay and Detroit. Just look back at those games. Green Bay was in control. Detroit was in control. And then San Francisco woke up. 
Some other things to consider as we continue to talk about the things you need to know for this Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Obviously, one of the things that we do know is just the ways in which the Niners have all sorts of personnel that they can utilize. Obviously, it's highlighted by the fact that you have Debo Samuel, who's out Mm -hmm. here as a wide receiver, but they absolutely can line him in the backfield. He can do all the things running back can do. Christian McCaffrey, who you were talking about earlier, is a running back who absolutely can slide out and do all the wide receiver things that you want, whether Mm -hmm. slide outside and then one of my favorites, they use the fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, yeah. in all of those places as well. They will yes. line him up on the outside Everywhere. and run him on around and be 100% okay with that. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Niners have used 22 personnel on a league-high 10.9% of their snaps. 11% of the time, they have two running backs. In this instance, probably the fullback-running back combo of Juszczyk-McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they just have all sorts of usage in all sorts of different personnels. And one thing you know is that that's just going to make it really difficult on a defense when they're throwing out all sorts of personnel. Plus, you throw out 22 personnel and people think, all right, maybe you're running the football, and then you could line both of those guys out wide. It really just makes it difficult. And that that adds to the idea of the mental matchup that I think is going to happen between Shanahan and Spagnuolo. And don't let Brock Purdy run like he did against Detroit. And he just started running. Out of nowhere, it's like, wait a minute, Purdy's running? Purdy just started running. Yeah, um, and so those are some of the things to keep in mind. We'll keep it coming. We'll bring this back around later in the program. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to continue to dig into, like, the, the important things in Super Bowl 58 as we get an inch closer towards it on Sunday here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's go around the NFL Woo-hoo. as we continue to move towards Super Bowl Sunday. We'll do it next on the fan. I feel like Yahtzee might have a bust in the beer drinking Hall of Fame somewhere. Yeah. That's right. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. You're home of uh, positive dream messaging. Dream on. Dream That's on. right. Reginald Latula here with you dream alongside on. the three-time dream Hall on. of Famer and noted, noted singer on this very program, C.A., Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on this Wednesday in the Metroplex. Your stars uh, having a little bit of trouble um, as they head towards the second intermission uh, in Toronto, three to two is what the Maple Leafs lead is. Not a great uh, goals allowed average from Scott Wedgwood between the pipes right now, uh, four point seven four. Uh, in that regard, thirteen saves, but three goals. Obviously, um, having a little little bit of trouble here in this one. But you know what? Stars still attached, still can get a win um, in the third period, and so we'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. But right now, we do want to go around the NFL. Yeah, and let's get, do that. get you a little bit of updates on what's happening around the league, including, uh, I mean, as we draw closer and closer to Super Bowl 58, um, something that is always interesting, especially when you consider the setting of the Super Bowl, Las mm-hmm. Vegas, the money, the money that's coming in on this thing matters. So are the women. Well, they're flying them in all that, over. That That is fair. <laughs> uh, but I, I was more talking about betting. Oh, so, well, <laughs> hey. Hmm. Yeah, you were, you were very much on the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas train there, That's huh? That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> and by the way, there's no reason for anybody to drive in Vegas. They got Uber. They got taxis. They got, there's nobody that should be driving on their own. You should not have a vehicle in Vegas. Well, um, that's you, fair. And you should have your credit cards ready, too. Well, yeah, yeah you probably should, probably should make sure you're holding on some cash, too, uh-huh. to be completely honest. Um, but that's neither by here way, nor there. Some of those girls got their own credit card swipes. <laughs> 
Just saying. Okay. All right. All right. We are look. It is seven forty six p.m. Y'all was okay. really going. I just on wanted. I just wanted to make Let's that see clear. If Bobby tell you the same thing about what? Oh, minutes. Bobby better not. Bobby better not. He better keep his nose clean and other things as well. As we continue around the NFL, he, he is true. He's feet on the ground. Feet better be on the ground. Everything. He's boots on the ground That's, out there. Okay. Very good. <laughs> we'll we'll talk to Bobby Bell here in about uh thirty minutes. Uh, but right now, I uh, do want to talk about this because according to The Athletic, there's a record number of sports betting expected mm-hmm. in this one uh, when it comes to Super Bowl 58. Sportsbook are expecting, get this, 67.8 million American adults to bet on this event, which would be a 35% increase from last year. All right, Just seeing the ways in which mm-hmm. uh, gambling has upticked, a 35% increase year over year is wild. Uh, because according to the American Gambling Association, where you know obviously last year Chiefs uh, beat the Eagles, so of that, forty-two point seven million American adults are planning to bet online, and then at a physical sports book or with a bookie, which is forty-one percent of an increase from twenty twenty-three. So just a lot of money is expected to come through, and then maybe not even just money, but a lot of people are expected to come through and get into the betting on this game. Put it like this, we're going to find out who's in Gamblers Anonymous when they get through with this thing, who's in rehab, who broke the broke the broke, who lost their house. We're going to find out who's in over their head. We're going to find out who's going to be ahead of the curve. We're going to find out all this stuff. Yeah. They got, you, they got your data nowadays. Right. Yeah, they do. And look, well, you, you've seen the uh, the pervasiveness of just all the gambling ads and availability, mm-hmm. all sorts of places. Name the, everything's sponsored by some gambling firm. That's right. I mean, or a casino. We've seen a lot of that on Radio Row uh-huh. of just the various things that are are being sponsored by gambling or gambling adjacent Including things. the guests. That's right. That's right. And so, yeah, it's a lot of money expected to come in on this one. Let us know. 877-881-1053. Um, and I don't know officer tip, you know, just... If you if you if you're anticipating getting in on a little bit of the fun, um, as we continue around the NFL, we were talking to Charles McDonald earlier, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the availability when it comes to these players. The, there is a football game attached to all of that money, and of course, the players doing their availability to talk to media and those types of things. Patrick Mahomes during his availability feels like he's echoing this sentiment, but I do appreciate it. Um, on Wednesday, he told uh, ESPN's Adam Tyker, I guess is his name, if I pronounce that correctly. I, ju- I think I just like winning. If you win a lot and that causes you to be a villain, then I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible. Do you, do you at all feel the turn on with people on Patrick Mahomes to like a villain villain place necessarily? No, not really. I mean, he, he put it like this. If he were going to be the villain, you would have heard about it by now. There may be people who are tired of him winning, but that doesn't mean he's the villain. I think that, that that can get to a place where you end up being a villain. I feel like Tom Brady got to that place with quite a few folks. Where well, I think he had some um, issues with Spygate and mm-hmm. Deflategate that kind of made it put him in the villain role. In other words, they were cheating. Patriots were cheating. So that made him a villain. I think with Mahomes, you can be, it's kind of like Steph Curry. I don't think people look at Steph Curry as a villain. They just look at their, they were tired of him winning. Which is interesting because I think. This this is a take that I've had for a while, and people don't like when I give it, so it's fine. Uh, but I'm like, I'm kind of amazed that Steph Curry doesn't get more of that. And I understand, like, why are you bring his wife into the this? baby. Fa- I ain't talk about that at all, to be completely honest. It's like the baby face of it all, but like the ways in which he be throwing that mouthpiece and doing all that, and then also just the level of taunting that he does that people do not like take acknowledgement of. 
right? The levels but of even, But even that. his teammates and his his opponents, they all like Steph Curry. Sure. And, I, I mean, there's a lot of those dudes that people dislike so in that other their words, teammates the like. Antics. Like Russell, Russell Westbrook is one of those guys that people yeah. will look at when it comes to antics that his teammates always love him. Yes. And so I think, for me, it's just the idea that it doesn't feel like it's consistent in some ways. And I get it, right? He babyfaces assassin all these things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're, we're, we're real light on the assassin part of this. Well, that's where I'm in throwing, that regard. That's where I'm throwing Patrick Mahomes in that Steph Curry category. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I hear he's you. I think you're right. Too. I think you're right. I just, I, I wonder. He does. He has, he has antics himself. Sure. And I, that's why it was everybody was shocked at the Josh Allen stuff, and he was frustrated. Remember? And Josh Allen's his golf buddy. Oh, from the six eight two. Maybe this is what it is having the juxtaposition of Draymond Green next to you, right? Like people can yeah, direct that it that way. Mm-hmm. All right. How about this? Well, and then also you say people. Uh, sorry, I don't mean this. I shouldn't stay on the, the Steph Curry thing. But, like, there's things that people dislike about the Warriors, like going and adding uh, Kevin Durant, and nobody ever brings that to Steph, I don't think. I think they put that face. on. Exactly. They, they put they it put on that, Draymond They Green, put it on Draymond because Draymond said he's the one that asked him, and Steph had no In other words, Steph was cool with it. It's like, okay, Steph ain't the villain. And then also um, they put a lot of that on, on, on KD. KD took a lot of that heat because he didn't have to take his talents up there. Yeah, and I just – I just find that to be interesting. So again, to on that. I, again to take it full circle, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to wind up being a villain because he doesn't have that personality. No, I and I, I'm not sure, but I do think that there's good. I, we're definitely going to get to a point where people are sick of this at yeah, some exactly. point because we get tired of we're 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 a, a country of haters in a way. Mm-hmm. To that's, be completely that's honest, why people tired of the Cowboys, even though they ain't won anything lately. Well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people that'll pop up, point out the one that one fact that they, they ain't been winning lately. Uh, how about this? Um, as we continue around the NFL, this is an interesting quote from uh, a very good wide receiver. His name is Justin Jefferson, plays for the Minnesota Vikings. You familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gritty. That's right. Um, apparently, he gave this quote to Mad Dog Sports uh, or Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Quote, I want to break the bank and be a part of an organization that wants me and is willing to give me what I deserve. All of this within the context of the fact that he is going into his final uh, season of that deal. Dun, dun, dun. That fifth year of his rookie season, uh-huh. which is going to play out. It includes a $19.7 million salary. But that does mean that he's going to need to figure something out. And I, I mean, yep. the, the, the Vikings are in this place where that guy has been fantastic. However, they're going to need to figure out how and if they're going to pay him the what he wants. The reports I heard last year was Kirk Cousins was the one that's going to be gone. In other words, they will find somebody else to throw him the damn ball because they're going to keep him. Well, I mean, I, it just it would it feels uh, dumb to be able to or to let him go. You know, I don't think he'll let him go. But I mean, I can't imagine but Kirk Cousins is the one they're talking about because they've already paid him big, big money. Don't get me wrong. They really like him. Yeah. But they don't want to pay him big, big money no more. And, well, I'm interested. And they, in, let, the, they let the running back go, too. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Um, and we've seen the ways in which maybe that he has not looked as good as he had previously. But uh, Quasi Adolfo Menso, who is the general manager of the Vikings, one thing he did say after the season is that they wanted Kirk Cousins back. Now, of course, I don't know how much That's of that was posturing or what a negotiation, yeah. whatever. But – you do have to ask yourself, like, how you get a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. And that, I mean, you get into free agency, which he is in that place. I, I'm interested in seeing if they end up in a place where they're just like, you know what? This might be the circumstance that works the best for us. So we'll we'll see how that one pans out over the course of this offseason. But, yeah, I, I imagine they got to work diligently to see if they can get Justin Jefferson an extension as well. 
And he ain't taking no hometown discount if you want nope. to believe him at his word, which I personally, personally would. Um, as we continue around the NFL, we still talking about the Super Bowl headed uh, towards that on Saturday or on Sunday rather. And one of the big pieces of this uh, Kansas City Chiefs guard Joe Thune, mm-hmm. um, he is hopeful. He, the pe- he, the, he, he with the torn peck. That's exactly him. Him precisely. All pro at that left guard. He's still holding out hope that he'll be able to play. Saying, "quote He's feeling all right." Just trying to control what I can tr- control, and I think we'll know more as the game gets closer. And so, with that to be said, you know, he, he's getting closer. I know Nick uh, Allegretti was the guard who filled in for him mm-hmm. in the AFC Championship game, and Thune said that he was so proud of Allegretti's uh, performance. Um, and so, it seems like they, they are happy if they have to go with Allegretti, but of course, Joe Thune is a very significant point. I mean, you mentioned... Those years ago when Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes was out here running for his life because of that offensive line, mm-hmm. Joe Thune was maybe one of the first additions that they made when they were like, we need to make this better. He has been integral to what they do to make sure that that thing works. And you got to hope that his peck is feeling good enough to let him go to keep uh, keep Patrick Mahomes clean. But like this, he's got a choice. He can do uh, stem cells or he can do a shot. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good. There's only one of these games and then you can have a whole yeah, offseason to get right. That's it. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's uh, around mm-hmm. the NFL. Someone said from four six nine, Justin Jefferson's going to the Bengals once his contract oh, is his over. Buddy Chase. The, the interesting thing about that is you talk about wanting to spend money. The che- the Bengals are are like notoriously a cheap organization, but even besides that, they have a lot of money being spent with their own players. When we talk about mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, you talk about um, Joe just signed his new deal, right? Uh, Burrow. Burrow signed his deal. I know that there's try. I mean, aren't they letting uh, what's my guy's name Tyler Boyd? Aren't they aren't they letting that kind of go by the side because Maybe. they can't pay all of these dudes? I just uh, it'll, it'll be interesting if they if that's the way that they go if they can find money for Justin Jefferson in that way. But you can never know, right? Like this this is all this all plays out. There's a lot of things that you probably see that you think that you could foresee that you end up looking up and no, it's not going to happen. So that's why the NFL is a a 365 24/7 business. People keep up with everything even in the off season because team building is a sport. It is indeed. I've heard a, a wise man has told me that. Somewhere. There you go. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, in the midst of the run to the Super Bowl, you might have forgotten tomorrow, NBA trade deadline day, Mm -hmm. quiet as it's kept. 3 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Central, which means we're getting close to the the Mavericks maybe hitting their deadline to make a change on what they want to do for this season. What should and what will the Mavs do tomorrow at the deadline? Text in 877-881-1053. We'll discuss next on The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.